Welcome to another episode of Photos with Sharita. It's our podcast time to record, and I'm Shara Humphreys, and Rita Norton is here with me. Hey, Rita. Hi, Shara. How are you doing? I'm going to say medium again. I'm, I like it. I, I can't say great and I can't say horrible, but you know, right in there, you know, yeah. upright, upright. And, uh, you know, we're, we're all just getting through, right? Yeah. I've been, I've been listening to a, a, um, I've been trying to listen to happiness books <laughs> and, and one of them, and one of them said today that the difference in people's happiness, if they start out each day with a, a gratitude statement, right? Just getting out of bed without aches and pains um, greatly shifts their outlook on the day. So I decided I had a birthday about you know, 10 days ago and I said, I'm going to do this every day. You're supposed to do it in the morning and in the evening. I said, this is what I'm going to do differently. Um, and it lasted four days. Now I'm going to still do it. I'm going to still do it because I do think it's the presence of mind of writing things down like that. So with all that said, in, in grateful mode of, of, you know, healthy children and getting out of bed, I'm doing well. Nice. Well, <laughs> I, you know, well. all I could think is, all I could think is, how do you get out of bed without aches and pains? Or are you supposed to be grateful that you have aches and pains? No. I wasn't clear. <laughs> the idea the idea is that after 10 minutes of being up and out of bed, that you don't have aches and pains. No, okay. All right. Well, I, mean, yeah. I know what you're saying. <laughs> the idea is that you have two working, you have a working body that allows you yeah. to get out of bed without, you know, major assistance or anything. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I get Let's it. Get and, and, I mean, it's that, it's that <laughs> gratitude. It's the gratitude. So in gratitude and thankfulness for all of our memories and the things yeah. that we do, you know, I, I think all the time photos are everywhere. We're just inundated with photos. I mean, the noise of the Internet and looking at images and all of that stuff. And uh, it, it, it feels overwhelming uh, often. And so photos, my own personal photos ground me, right? And that does bring that gratefulness um, into play in my life. Um, whenever I take the time, and and I have to say that's a challenge um, because of not just pandemic, but life and, and working with other people's photos and helping other people. Sometimes, you know, my photos are last on the list. So uh, when we talk scan, and that's what we're talking about in this um, podcast series, stories connect amazing nostalgia. I want those feelings, right? Um, medium well. Uh, and I love to look at the old photos of my kids and, you know, and, and just happier times and things that we miss or th just fun stuff we've done. So we're going to talk today about one box and starting with one. So one of the things that we have both experienced and we do with clients is, you know, we say gather everything in one place, get everything that you can together. So for some people, they don't have the space to do that. Or if you do it, then there's this other, another feeling of overwhelm, right? Like, oh my gosh, what have I done? I've pulled out every photo and box of photos from basement attic where they shouldn't be. And you all know that. Um, we've talked about it before, but you get it all together in one place. Maybe, maybe you're an empty nester and you have a bedroom now that you can use, or you are going to, you know, commandeer the dining room and, and you've told your family meals are in the kitchen, uh, whatever. However, you find the space. 
And then you look at it and you think, what, what was I thinking that I could tackle this? Right. It just feels like too much. So we want to kind of turn that upside down and tell you, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I don't know who made all these rules, but we like to break them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that might be just one box. It could be a moving size box, like my mother shipped me, or it can be a shoe box, or it could even be an envelope, right? A photo envelope. I mean, let's start with one pack of pictures. And so how do, what's your best tip, Rita, for how they pick where to start if they have more than one box or many envelopes, right? Of print photos that they want to scan. So when I'm working with families who are in that predicament, it's quite often the the theme, it's it's the woman of the household or whatever. That, that is quite often the family archive is pretty overwhelmed, right? So usually it's what box is the easiest to access. Clearly, if there are boxes that you have in your garage or attic, get them out of those locations, right? Like that's step one and put them, you know, in the closet, in the hallway. I don't know, just, just out of the, the um, attic or garage. But for... When you're trying to decide it for where you're at mentally, what what is the easiest one to access, right? If you're tripping over them, it's the first one in front of you. Because if it's about looking for that special picture of your grandma when she was three and, you know, uh, she was riding on a horse at a pony show or something, right? Oh, my gosh. Like, that's going to completely distract you from getting anything else done. If you sort of address the box that's in front of you and go through it, and discover that, oh, these are all pictures of my trip when I traveled through Europe, you know, in 1980 or something. Okay, great, right? Like, like let's, which of these are the favorites? Let's put those in the favorites. Like, I'd like to scan those today. And then another set maybe goes, these aren't as important, but I definitely want to save them. And maybe then there's a pile that says, these are duplicates or they're blurry or I don't need another picture of the Alps, right? I've got 15 already. So, to answer your question, the box closest to you, the box easiest to access, what's in front of you, that's what I have found works well with, with my clients. Well, what about you? I, I think, I mean, great tip. I think that's it because if you start to search for that picture that you wish you knew where it was yeah. <laughs> and you oh, can't dear. find it, that right. that's the stopper, right? Like it's, it, I mean, the frustration level just rises. So especially now, it's like what we want to do is set ourselves up for success, not failure. And when I am hunting for something that I've misplaced or lost, um, it just, you know, you can drive yourself crazy hunting for things. And so I think you don't have to go on a hunt, right? Right. No hunt. (laughs) So when we say to gather, um, you know, everything in one place, it's it's a great idea, but it doesn't have to be like the rule. And it is just grab a box, any box, any envelope that, like you said, is accessible. And when we say to get the uh, photos out of attics and basements, because maybe that's where you have the storage space, uh, it's the temperature. So especially for old photos, humidity, damp, heat, you know, all of that stuff, you really want your photos to live in the rooms you live in. And so if there's any way that you can get photos out of attics and basements, if they're there, 
or garages sometimes, storage sheds, I've heard, um, then the thing that I'd recommend in terms of short-term solution is to get plastic totes, which we've said before, like, you know, kind of a Rubbermaid storage tote, Sterilite, whatever you can, and put them in there um, because also that just helps for now. They're not, it's not permanent storage, but um, cardboard crumbling and, you know, there's acid and all that stuff. Don't just, I just take them and put them in a better container. You don't have to tackle everything about it. And we still have two file boxes, you know, those cardboard file boxes with lids that are... Banker, um, banker boxes. Banker boxes like that, yeah. That my mother-in-law has given us after years of saying, are you going to give us your photos? And and she did that two years ago. And so we have them here in my home studio. And... uh <laughs> You know, we're getting through it, but we're not doing it all at once. We start what I did in that instance. And I I mean, again, we are living examples of what we're suggesting that you do to make this a less uh, overwhelming task and and task. I don't you know, I don't even like it again. I go back to house cleaning that. But one day I finally said, Philip, I am going to get your mom's photos in some sort of order for you to sort so you could talk to her about these. And I knew it was important. And so what I did is I just went in that box and I and I just looked for anything that was black and white and looked older. That was my sorting method. Mm-hmm. And I moved everything else out of the way. And I made a stack of all the oldest photos that were in there because I knew those were the stories that we would lose if we didn't get them scanned and talk to her about them. And man, I can't tell you the joy, the joy that she has had looking through these old photos, you know, and we're miles and miles apart, you know, states apart, just like so many people. We're in Georgia and she's in Texas and we were able to upload them and she gets to see them online. We actually sent her uh, one of our, an older iPad so she could look at them bigger than on her phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's love that. Simple joys. It really, uh, my husband said he hadn't heard her sound so happy on the phone in in a lo- long time, and that was that yeah, was that's, that's a that's warm big. fuzzy. Yeah. yeah, and so I want that same thing for others. And so for us to to say to people, this is what you could do: just start, just start. And and don't think you have to tackle your entire photo collection from three generations or whatever you have and you've inherited. Just start and uh, grab whatever is accessible. That's it. Do it. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. Anything else to add? Um, I don't think so. I think the the I could even hear the joy in your voice when you said your mother-in-law or when Phil said that yeah. he had never heard his mother so excited. Um, that that is priceless. So for all the maybe anguish that you might feel about starting your photo journey, preserving your photo legacy, you know, um, it is, it's so worth it that, you know, be in touch with us, you know, send us an email at hello at pposstudio.com. If you have a, a question, make sure to grab the freebie or get the scanning ebook. We're here to help you feel that joy with your photos. Absolutely. And uh, 
visit the show notes page, ppostudio.com, and you can make this happen. And really, during the pandemic, I mean, this is another family activity. So get, you know, others involved to to sort through and look at these things and start scanning the old ones so you have a digital master copy of your most precious uh, photos, because really that those are the things that matter, your memories and your photo legacy. So thanks for joining us.